Shalom and welcome to a new week with Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read you the entire Bible each year based on the weekly Torah portions. My name is Harriet and I will be your reader today. And today we have Sunday the 1st of January or the 8th of Tevet on the Hebrew calendar. Today in history, 72 Jewish scholars complete the Greek translation of the Torah on behalf of the Greco-Egyptian king Ptolemy II. The translation is later called the Septuagint, which means 70. And this is according to tradition in 246 BCE. The new parasha or portion from the Torah this week is called Vayechi, and that means he lived. And the scripture reading from the Torah will be Genesis or Berachit, chapter 47, verse 28 through chapter 48 and verse 9. Before we start reading the scriptures, please join me in blessing and thanking God for giving us his word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our Master. The time came near, excuse me, backing up one verse, verse 28. And Yaakov lived in the land of Mitzrayim 17 years. So the days of Yaakov, the years of his life, were 147 years. The time came near that Israel must die. And he called his son Yosef and said to him, If now I have found favor in your sight, Please put your hand under my thigh and deal kindly and truly with me. Please do not bury me in Mitzrayim. But when I sleep with my fathers, you shall carry me out of Mitzrayim and bury me in their burying place. Yosef said, I will do as you have said. He said, Swear to me. And he swore to him. Then Israel bowed himself on the head of the bed. And it came to pass after these things that someone said to Yosef, Behold, your father is sick. And he took with him his two sons, Manasseh and Ephraim. And someone told Yaakov and said, Behold, your son Yosef comes to you. And Israel strengthened himself and sat on the bed. Then Yaakov said to Yosef, El Shaddai appeared to me at Luz in the land of Canaan and blessed me and said to me, Behold, I will make you fruitful and multiply you, and I will make of you a company of peoples and will give you this land to your seed after you for an everlasting possession. Now your two sons who were born to you in the land of Mitzrayim before I came to you into Mitzrayim are mine, Ephraim and Manasseh, even as Reuven and Shimon will be mine. Your offspring, whom you become the father of after them, will be yours. 
They will be called after the name of their brothers in their inheritance. As for me, when I came from Padan, Rachel died beside me in the land of Canaan on the way, where there was still some distance to come to Ephrath, and I buried her there on the way to Ephrath, also called Bethlehem. Israel saw Yosef's sons and said, Who are these? Yosef said to his father, These are my sons whom God has given me here. And he said, Please bring them to me, and I will bless them. That was Genesis 47, 28 through 48, 9. Our portion from the prophets is 2 Samuel or Shmuel Bet, chapter 14 today. Now, Joab, the son of Zeruiah, perceived that the king's heart was towards Avshalom. And Joab sent to Tekoa and brought a wise woman from there and said to her, Please act like a mourner and put on mourning clo- clothing, please, and do not anoint yourself with oil, but be as a woman who has mourned a long time for the dead. Go into the king and speak like this to him. So Joab put the words in her mouth. Now when the woman of Tekoa spoke to the king, she fell on her face to the ground, prostrated herself and said, Help, O king. Then the king said to her, What ails you? She answered, Truly I am a widow, and my husband is dead. Your servant had two sons, and they both fought together in the field, and there was no one to part them, but the one struck the other and killed him. Behold, the whole family has risen against your servant, and they say, Deliver him who struck his brother, that we may kill him for the life of his brother whom he killed, and so destroy the heir also. Thus they would quench my coal which is left, and would leave to my husband neither name nor remainder on the surface of the earth. Then the king said to the woman, Go to your house, and I will give a command concerning you. The woman of Tekoa said to the king, My lord, O king, may the iniquity be on me and on my father's house, and may the king and his throne be guiltless. So the king said, Whoever says anything to you, bring him to me, and he will not bother you any more. Then she said, Please let the king remember the Lord your God, that the avenger of blood destroy no more, so that my son will not be destroyed. He said, As the Lord lives, not one hair of your son shall fall to the earth. Then the woman said, Please let your servant speak a word to my lord the king. He said, Say on. The woman said, Why then have you devised such a thing against the people of God? For in speaking this word, the king is as one who is guilty, in that the king does not bring home against his banished one. For we must die, and are like water spilled on the ground, which cannot be gathered up again. Neither does God take away life, but devices means that he who is banished not be an outcast from him. 
Now therefore, seeing that I have come to speak this word to the Lord, my King, it is because the people have made me afraid. Your servant said, I will now speak to the king. It may be that the king will perform the request of his servant. For the king will hear to deliver his servant out of the hand of the man who would destroy me and my son together out of the inheritance of God. Then your servant said, Please let the word of my lord the king bring rest. For as an angel of God, so is my lord the king to discern good and bad. May the Lord your God be with you. Then the king answered the woman, Please do not hide anything from me that I ask you. The woman said, Let my lord the king now speak. So the king said, Is the hand of Joab with you in all this? The woman answered, As your soul lives, my lord the king, no one can turn to the right hand or to the left from anything that my lord the king has spoken. For your servant Joab urged me, and he put all these words in the mouth of your servant. Your servant Joab has done this thing to change the face of the matter. My lord is wise, according to the wisdom of an angel of God, to know all these things that are in the earth. The king said to Joab, Behold now, I have done this thing. Go therefore and bring the young man Avshalom back. And Joab fell to the ground on his face, prostrated himself, and blessed the king. Then Joab said, Today your servant knows that I have found favor in your sight, my lord the king, in that the king has performed the request of his servant. So Joab arose and went to Gershur and brought Avshalom to Jerusalem. And the king said, Let him return to his own house, but let him not see my face. So Avshalom returned to his own house and did not see the king's face. Now in all Israel there was no one to be so much praised as Avshalom for his beauty. From the sole of his foot, even to the crown of his head, there was no blemish in him. When he cut the hair of his head, now it was at every year's end that he cut it, because it was heavy on him, therefore he cut it. He weighed the hair of his head at two hundred shekels after the king's weight. Three sons were born to Avshalom, and one daughter, whose name was Tamar. She was a woman with a beautiful face. Avshalom lived two full years in Jerusalem, and he did not see the king's face. Then Avshalom sent for Joab to send him to the king, but he would not come to him. Then he sent again a second time, but he would not come. So he said to his servants, Behold, Joab's field is near mine, and he has barley there. Go and set it on fire. So Avshalom's servants set the field on fire. Then Joab arose and came to Avshalom to his house and said to him, Why have your servants set my field on fire? Avshalom answered Joab, Behold, I sent to you, saying, Come here that I may send you to the king, to say, Why have I come from Geshur? It would be better for me to be there still. 
Now therefore let me see the king's face, and if there is iniquity in me, let him kill me. So Joab came to the king and told him. And when he had called for Absalom, he came to the king and bowed himself on his face to the ground before the king. And the king kissed Absalom. That was Second Samuel chapter 14. And now we have come to the portion of the writings. And we will read Psalm 86. A prayer by David. Hear me, Lord, and answer me, for I am poor and needy. Preserve my soul, for I am godly. You, my God, save your servant who trusts in you. Be merciful to me, Lord, for I call to you all day long. Bring joy to the soul of your servant, for to you, Lord, do I lift up my soul. For you, Lord, are good and ready to forgive, abundant in loving kindness to all those who call on you. Hear, Lord, my prayer. Listen to the voice of my petitions. In the day of my trouble I will call on you, for you will answer me. There is no one like you among the gods, Lord, nor any deeds like your deeds. All nations you have made will come and worship before you, Lord. They shall glorify your name. For you are great and do wondrous things. You are God alone. Teach me your way, Lord. I will walk in your truth. Make my heart undivided to fear your name. I will praise you, Lord Elohim, with my whole heart. I will glorify your name forevermore. For your loving kindness is great toward me. You have delivered my soul from the lowest Sheol. God, the proud have risen up against me. A company of violent men have sought after my soul, and they do not hold regard for you before them. But you, Lord, are a merciful and gracious God, slow to anger and abundant in loving kindness and truth. Turn to me and have mercy on me. Give your strength to your servant. Save the son of your servant. Show me a sign of your goodness, that those who hate me may see it and be shamed, because you, Lord, have helped me and comforted me. That was Psalm 86. And now we have arrived at our final portion of the apostolic writings and we will read from Luke chapter 9 verse 1 through verse 26 and he called the twelve together and gave them power and authority over all demons and to cure diseases and he sent them out to proclaim the kingdom of God and to heal the sick and he said to them Take nothing for your journey, no staffs, no wallet, nor bread, nor money, and do not have two coats each. Into whatever house you enter, stay there and depart from there. And as many as do not receive you, when you depart from that city, shake off even the dust from your feet for a testimony against them. And they departed and went throughout the villages 
proclaiming the good news and healing everywhere. Now Herod the Tetrarch heard of all that was done by him, and he was very perplexed, because it was said by some that Yohanan had risen from the dead, and by some that Eliyahu had appeared, and by others that one of the old prophets had risen again. Herod said, I beheaded Yohanan, but who is this about whom I hear such things? He sought to seek him. And the emissaries, when they had returned, told him what things they had done. And he took them and withdrew apart to a desert region in, of a city called Bethsaida. But the multitudes, perceiving it, followed him. He welcomed them, spoke to them of the kingdom of God, and he cured those who needed healing. Now the day began to wear away, and the twelve came and said to him, Send the multitude away, that they may go into the surrounding villages and farms, and lodge, and get food, for we are here in a deserted place. But he said to them, You give them something to eat. They said, We have no more than five loaves and two fish, unless we should go and buy food for all these people. For they were about five thousand men. He said to his disciples, Make them sit down in groups of about fifty each. And they did so, and made them all sit down. And he took the five loaves and the two fish, and looking up to heaven, <coughs> excuse me, he blessed them, broke them, and gave them to the disciples to set before the multitude. And they ate and were all filled, and they gathered up twelve baskets of broken pieces that were left over. And it came to pass, as he was praying alone, that the disciples were with him, and he asked them, Who do the multitudes say that I am? They answered and said, Yohanan the Mercer, but others say Eliyahu, and others that one of the old prophets has risen again. He said to them, But who do you say that I am? Kephi answered and said, The Mashiach of God. But he warned them and commanded them to tell this to no one, saying, The Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders. Chief Kohanim and Torah teachers, and be killed and be raised on the third day. And he said to all, If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it, but whoever will lose his life for my sake will save it. For what does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses or forfeits his own self? For whoever will be ashamed of me and of my words, of him will the Son of Man be ashamed when he comes in his glory and the glory of the Father and of the holy angels. That was Luke 1 through 26. If you, however, are reading through the Apostles twice this year, you would also read 2 Corinthians chapter 9 today. This is Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. 
I pray you have a Shavuot Tov, a blessed new week, and that the word you have listened to, the words of God, will be an encouragement and strength to you this day. Shalom from Israel. Until next time.